Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All right, let's go down uh, to Port St. Lucie and bring in Eddie C. Because the Mets have more injuries. You don't want to have these injuries, but they're already cropping up. Frazier, of course, you heard the quote-unquote in great shape, except now he's on his way back to New York. Uh, You already have Lowry, and now talk of McNeil maybe coming back to the infield. He can play third base. They might never get the job back if if that's the case. Plus, it puts Frazier's job on his team, I think, in doubt. Uh, So, Eddie, uh, let's start on the injuries first. Uh, We know the Lowry injury. Now we get the Frazier injury. Bad enough that he's got back to New York with an oblique, which is not, not something you ever want in the spring. Uh, no, well, it's not something you ever want anyway. I mean, right. oblique means a month period, yep. uh, usually or more. Um, he had, a, he had an MRI down here. They sent him back to New York for a cortisone shot, but I think that was basically to, uh, have Dr. Alchek get his eyes on him and see where he is and what's going on. This uh, is bad he, for him. This is a bad, this is a very, uh, this, he, uh, yeah. this is going to cost him, you know, he might never get a role this year with this team. You never know. That's, uh, you know, I mean, it's, it's possible. It, it opens up, uh, I was talking to Dom Smith a little while ago. Obviously, he's a left-handed bat, and they could use one there, but it opens up things, I think, a little bit for him with Frazier on the sideline. J.D. Davis, Alonzo, obviously. uh, You know, does it help his chances? It might. It might very well. I mean, he has a a very good chance of making the team. It might help Tebow's chance to make the team on opening day. (laughs) You know, they, they, they they want to put him on the team. You know they do. Uh, they listen. I, I'm sure they would love it. I, I have a feeling he's gonna. He's already ticketed for AAA. But, you know that uh, I know, but they got guys hurt. You, I'm telling you, he might be on the first two weeks. Like you know, he's wearing number 15. Yeah. You know, he's not wearing 88. You know, he's no, wearing no, 15. Yeah. Oh, he has a uh, is a prominent uh, place and a prominent. Uh, yep, that's, that's for sure. That's, and he's uh, hitting. No when I was there, he was hitting with Cano. I mean, so I mean, they well, don't treat yeah. they treat him like a star. They don't treat him like a rookie. They do. They do. Yeah, you know, the thing. Yeah, sometimes you have to look below, you know, uh, beneath the numbers or beyond the numbers. I guess a uh, better way to put it. And you know, listen, he he did okay at triple at uh, double A, excuse me, uh, last year. But when you look at the number of strikeouts and the number of at bats, he still has that. You know, he's got to make. Listen, bats. I don't think he's a player, but they couldn't. If guys are hurt, they could put him on the roster for the first couple of weeks of the season. I don't think it's crazy, especially when they don't want to put Alonzo on anyway. 
I don't I don't think uh, Tebow. I, I'd, I'd be shocked if that happened. Honestly, I would, Mike. Uh, but yeah. we'll, we'll see. You know, is he going to be here eventually? Would he be here in September? If that was uh, the case, I wouldn't be surprised at that. But uh, but we'll see. We'll see. How yeah, it I mean, you know, they want to sit Alonzo the first two weeks anyway. You know, they want to put him in the minors for the first couple of weeks. They can control him for another year. Yeah. This may change a little bit. You know, it's funny because and, and Brody's, you know, going to have to back up what he said. Every time we've asked, he said, you know, we're taking the best 25 guys north. And he doesn't care, he says, about, you know, the seventh year as opposed to uh, six years. So if that's the case and he has a good spring and now Frazier is sidelined, well, you know what? Then put him on the team. That's well, I, I'm all well, for it. Great. I'm all for it. Yeah. But, you know, you have teams doing this to guys like Guerrero, who might be oh, the yeah. best hitter in baseball. I, I totally agree. You know, there's no reason he shouldn't be here. Matter of fact, that in talking to Alonzo, Alonzo early on, you know, he said there's no reason this kid shouldn't be in the majors already. You know, he's just a heck of a player. But uh, anyway, I've heard people know. tell me Guerrero's the best hitter in baseball, not even in the mi- in the minors, in all of baseball. Yeah, I, you know, honestly, I haven't seen him, so I don't. Either have I. I've never seen him play. Yeah, I had guys yeah. tell me who I trust, telling me he's that good. He's a heck of a talent. That's uh, that's for sure. If he has any kind of uh, better idea of the strike zone than his dad did, then he'll be fine. They <laughs> told me. How about this? The same person who told me Acuna was going to be a star last year told me Guerrero's a better hitter than Acuna. Yeah, well, that's that's scary. <laughs> that is scary. Scary for the opposition, I would think. That's uh, that's for sure because Acuna's pretty good. Yeah, Acuna's really that. good. I mean, but they say yeah. this Guerrero's unbelievable. So you know, yeah. it's going to be interesting to see. But all right, now. In your mind, this open up McNeil to play third base? Well, I think it. you, you have to think that. Uh, Brody said today when we asked him about that, that he is – they're basically going to keep – he didn't even play today. They had a split squad, and he was on the bench here, so he didn't right. play. They gave him the day off. But he uh, – I think they will concentrate on the in the outfield and at left field because he still has work to do there. If they if need be, if it works out that way, depending on the injury situation and how fast Lowry comes along, they will move him to third base if they have to as the camp moves along. They have plenty of time. We're not in March yet. But, uh, you know, over the next uh, 10 days thereabouts, if things get a little cloudier with the injuries, I think you'll see him move more to third base. But right now they want to keep him in left to learn it out there. because. And how is he hope. doing? How is he doing, doing in the outfield? He's doing pretty good. Yeah, he's actually – yeah, we were down in uh, West Palm Beach yesterday, and they had the uh, situation was bases loaded, two outs, uh, and a ball hit toward the left field line. He dove for it uh, and came up short, close to it. You know, it wasn't one of those where he was five feet away. Uh, he came close to it. You know, he took a chance. All three runs scored, but it was two outs, so you take a chance on it, and it didn't work. He also made a nice throw in that game, though, too. So he's coming along. He's... Uh, He's doing uh, pretty well, actually. You know, I mean, considering it's early in camp and he hasn't played out there a lot, but he has played the outfield before. So, uh, if I, I if, if 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 right now, if I now we're a month away from the start of the season, mm-hmm. right now, your everyday left fielder is whom? Uh, Do you I, have I'd one? Still, I, I'd still have to say McNeil. I'd still have to say that McNeil is going to be. Your left fielder opening okay. day. That's, that's and what I your say. center fielder is whom? Uh, center fielder would be Nimmo. He, is that with Lagaris or every day? I I think it is. I think it is basically every day. But I think when they face a lefty, Lagaris is going to get starts. I think he's going to have to. Uh, All right, so to, if know. so, you're looking at an outfield of McNeil, Nimmo, and Conforto against a righty. What would your yeah. outfield be against a lefty? 
I would probably go McNeil uh, Lagares Conforto. And uh, okay, so would, McNeil would, plays every day. So well, uh, does Broxton play against against the lefties or, uh, or no? He's going to get an occasional start. I think he's second to Lagares. That's that's my guess now. Again, you know, Lagares has been here. Broxton now McNeil has hits lefties and righties equally well, right? He hits he, lefties he well, does. right? I I do think there are days though you're going to have Lagares in center field flanked by Nimmo mm-hmm. and Conforto. And McNeil may be elsewhere, or he may be a gotcha. bat, a left-handed bat off the bench. Gotcha. You know, now, I think if you were starting I, today with Lowry and Frazier on the bench, what would be – you got Rosario, you got Cano, Alonzo at first, and who would be a third? Well, they're going to play uh, – they're going to give him reps there, Echeverria, but I don't think he's going to – He's not going to play there. third as an everyday player, though. No, he's no, a, first of all, he's player. a backup shortstop is what he is. He's a utility yeah, I mean, infielder, but he's not going to be a starting third baseman. Right, but he's going to they, – they're going to give him reps there just in case – Right, now he's a good glove. He's not a good hitter. Yeah. He's a good glove. He's a very good right. glove. He's a, he's, a yeah, good, I mean, if, he's a good utility guy. He was good for the Yankees. Right. He's a good utility guy. Yeah, no, he is. He definitely is, and uh, I would I would say you know if Lowry's not there and they don't have a third baseman, then McNeil would be. Your, so McNeil your would base. come yeah. in in your mind. McNeil would come in and man third base, and then right. they'd have to go to maybe Lagares, Nimmo, and Conforto every day for a couple of weeks. Uh, probably, yeah. I mean, I'd give Lagares a chance to play. Let, let's talk about Lagares for a second. Is Lagares mm-hmm. a big part of this, or is he hanging on? No, I think I, I think it does depend on camp. I honestly do, and whether he can stay healthy. On it, when you think about it, when you look back at last year, he actually had a pretty decent camp. He actually hit the ball very well last year. He hit over three hundred, but again, he got hurt. He was gone, and that was it for the year. You know, out for the season. So if he can keep himself healthy and he can duplicate what he did last year uh, and be a little more consistent, you know, he can be a part of things. They they love his glove. I mean, he's, you know, he's arguably... He's a very uh, good fielder, the there's best, no question. He's one of the best or the best center fielder. Basically. He's a, I, I, he's I, a wonderful perfect. center fielder. Yeah. We know that. That's but, not the question. You know, he, so, when he... Healthy, now, if he's, he's not play. in center field, is Nimmo the center fielder? Or I believe so, Does yeah, Conforto going to play right all the time? I believe so. I think that Conforto, uh, I think they'd like to keep him out of center. Could he go there? Okay. Yes, you can switch it. But they also, they have Brox, they have, they have two center fielders. Well, Broxton can play center field, well. right? Yes, yes, very well. And but, uh, if it's, but if it's McNeil, Nimmo, and Conforto, it's Nimmo in center field? Uh, yes. Correct. Okay. Yes, so Conforto it. pretty much is going to be the everyday right fielder. I would think so. I think okay. they're going to keep him there. He's been there. And who's going to make uh, the back, who's going to be the backup catcher? Will it be Deneau? Uh, I would have to say, you know, that's, it's a very good question. Darno hasn't done anything down here yet. What they're trying to do is work him. Uh, they're trying to get his arm slot right. And, uh, and coming back from the surgery, they're also, they don't want him doing stuff kind of out of whack to hurt the arm right now. So they're still putting him through reps. He hasn't played in a game yet. Right. He's got to, he's got to show something when he's down here in a game. It's, you know, they have, there's, there's a date that's around uh, around the 15th, somewhere between the 15th and the 20th, where you can cut someone and give them one sixth of their salary. You know, so that, that could that could happen, huh? It, it could happen. Uh, you could also, you know, go with him. And now he's making, I think it's 3.7. You could put him on the DL uh, if he is not ready at the at the end of camp. That's a possibility, but you're going to have to pay him at that point. Uh, and Mezzarocco would be your backup. Um, to me, Mesoraco is more of a true backup, but that's if Wilson Ramos is going to stay healthy and be in there 120 games or so. He played 121, I believe, last year. Uh, can he do that again? If he can, 
then they're going to be all set. But um, you, you know, know Ramos is a big pickup for this team. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's he's, a, he's a pretty good player. You know, he's a he's a steady player. He's a real pro. He's a guy who's gonna he's yeah. gonna help the staff too. Uh, he is going to help the staff. He didn't help them today. I, this was one of the more atrocious games I've seen in a long time. They made four errors today and lost. Uh, I think it was fourteen to four to the Tigers. And Ramos helped by throwing the ball into left field. Oh, really? Had a couple of runs scored. But listen, they, everybody played poorly today, so it's not just him. Uh, but you know, he's he's a veteran guy, and a veteran presence, and uh, I think he's going to help them a lot. Yeah. Who's been, who's looked good in camp? Who's looked good in camp? Yeah, like what guy are you impressed with yeah. so far? Uh, it's, it's hard to tell. There haven't, you know, hasn't been anybody that's really stood out. I'll tell you, Syndergaard looked very good yesterday. Right. Wheeler pitched today. He had mechanical problems. He threw about 25 pitches in the first inning. Gave up Have you seen a lot of Cano there. yet or no? Uh, Cano looks, you know, Cano is, is out there just serving balls wherever he wants to. He hey, Cano, like I, Cano was in the cage the day I was there. He was killing the ball. Yeah, well, absolutely you know killing the ball. He looked like he could roll out of bed and get three hits. He's just a great hitter. You know, you no, could he, tell it was Cano. I, I heard the sound, and I looked over in the cage, and it was I, – I said before I even looked in, I said, it's got to be Cano. He was, yep. the, the sound of the ball and when he was in the cage was unbelievable. You know that? He just crushed everything. Yeah, what he's been doing down here, honestly, in his at-bats is just is kind of serving balls into left field. And, you know, he's just uh, – he's, he's just a great hitter. He's a wonderful yeah, he hitter. He really but is. I, you get the sense that he knows exactly what he's doing. He's kind of going, moving the ball around the outfield, and eventually when he has to pull the ball, he'll pull it. Told me he's very happy right to now. be there. I talked with him down yeah. there, and he told me, I said, are you really, are you happy? He said, I'm very happy. I'm thrilled to be back in New York. He said, uh, I talk, I had been told he had addressed the team the day before, and I said, hey, I heard you talk to the team. He says, listen, I have to take a leadership role with this team, but I'm yeah. really mm-hmm. looking forward to this. I'm in great shape. I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, he said, I'm very happy to be here. Yeah, no, he's he's got a chance to have, I think, an outstanding season. He and Rosario are going to be uh, a nice little uh, duo in the middle of the uh, Mets infield. I think Rosario has responded to him really I think the well. Mets fans he's are going to be thrilled with Cano this year because I don't know if they even realize how good he really is uh, day in and day out. He's a really good player. He's a good player. He's a good player. He made a diving stop today going to his uh, left. Uh, so he's – and he's – you know, he's corralled things in the field. He's fine. I, I, I still think I may have lost a step. I don't know. I'd have to you know, everyone, more, see, everyone in Seattle said he lost a step. I hadn't seen him enough last year, but he used to be a great third, uh, second baseman. Yeah, First of all, he's got he's a great still. arm. He's got a yeah. great infield arm. He turns the double play unbelievably. I mean, there's nothing he can't do. I, you know, he listen, the one thing he doesn't do, he doesn't break it to first base. That's the one thing he doesn't do. Yeah, he's uh, he still looks pretty good to me. He's going to be... Uh, He's going to be fine, I think. But that, you know, I haven't been any real standouts, uh, you know, down here. I mean, it's uh, Lonzo's looked pretty good thus far. I mean, he looks, uh, you know, I think he still needs work at first base, but that's going to be a real work in progress probably all season long. How has Smith uh, looked? You know, they, they everyone was yeah. saying Smith has surprised them yeah. this spring. Uh, he had a hit and a walk today, so he's on base twice. He came into the game late. Uh, he's performed very well at first, but you know he has a good glove at first. So, uh, you know, I, I think he realizes, too, you know, I, you never like to see somebody go down, but I think he understands that with Frazier down, he might have a little bit better chance to make this team. Uh, and he's, you know, he's a left-handed compliment at first base. So if he has a good camp, then they may reward him. And, and I uh, guess the kid get, Jimenez is very talented, huh? He is. Yes, he is. That's what uh, I heard. I heard them. T- they were talking Jimenez up to me the other day. I didn't see him, but they were talking him up is that he's got a lot of talent. The one thing you'll notice about him when you do see him, you know, the the uh, the 
shortstops are getting bigger these days. This kid is small. I mean, he's tiny. <laughs> really is. Uh, you know, in comparison to some of the shortstops that you see, he is not a big guy. He's got to fill out a little bit, but he's got very smooth hands, uh, and he's, he can hit. He can hit a little bit. So uh, he is somebody to watch. They like him a lot, uh, and they think he's going to be a very good one. But uh, he is uh, a little bit tiny, tinier than a lot of other shortstops around. Interesting. Interesting. So uh, right now you think McNeil stays in left for the time being. Yeah, uh, I, and learns left field and doesn't come yet into the infield. Yeah, I mean, I think he'll take ground balls, you know, pregame and uh, you know, take him on the side. I do think he'll do that and probably, uh, you know, concentrate at third base because uh, I don't think you know Cano is not going to need much time off at second base. So I think he's going to concentrate at third right now with Lowry down. But I, uh, you know, according to Brody, that's what he said is that they they want to continue him at left field for now because they hope to get Lowry back and that's where he'll play and then McNeil could be at left. But uh, you know, he's he's getting better. McNeil will be okay. He'll be. Uh, He'll be fine, and I haven't I haven't seen him play third base, so I know he has, but I haven't seen him play, so I'd like to see him in a game there. But you know, for now, he's he's adapting to left field pretty well. All right, Eddie, we'll talk soon. Thanks. Okay, Mike. See All you. right, Eddie, Take C care. down in Port St. Lucie. The Mets have got injuries already with Frazier and Lowry, so uh, something for them to worry about. Back after this.